What up, bros? And welcome to Bro Meets World. When it's Bro Meets World. Oh, you know, this is a nice little reverse. I, I was like going to say, usually you go first, and now when I try to go first, I try to hit it right into the song, and it doesn't It doesn't go. It, it needs. <laughs> we need the, the order. <laughs> I, I like it. I liked it. Um, thank you guys for joining us again. Uh, this is our season five report card. Yeah, season five report card, guys. This is basically us going through the season, talking about the highlights, the things we love, the things we didn't like. And we kind of do it in this kind of superlative yearbook type of way. Um, we've been doing it for the, I guess, all, all of the other seasons we've done a report card for. So this will be our yeah. fifth report card. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm really interested to kind of see the overall grade for this season. I'm interested to see, uh, you know, because going into this, I kind of thought season five would be the favorite. I thought that even though season four was my personal favorite, I thought season five is, is the one that when you talk to the regular people, that's like the one that I guess it aired the most recently, so it's it's more in people's consciousness. It's like the last year of high school. I just feel like it's a very popular season, even though I feel yeah. like we maybe didn't like it as much. So no, no, like, like it's funny. Like I think we did well. Like I think we did. Like we like looking at the grades, we graded it favorably. But also, uh, yeah, we <laughs> this this had some stinkers in it uh, a lot yeah. more than I think we remembered. For sure, for sure. But uh, okay, then maybe we should just get right into this honor roll. So we're going to start with an honor roll section where we're going to talk about basically the things we liked about this season. These are the positive takeaways from season five. Um, and I guess we're going to start with best episode. Now, best episode is you and I's personal favorite episode of the season, correct? No, so best episode actually. Is, well, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess in a way, it's like the one we've graded the highest. Okay, um, okay. And, and I will say, as is expected, our best episode is the and then there was Sean episode. How could you not, you I guys? Mean, this how could it be anything else? Like, <laughs> absolutely. I think it's there are only. A plus across the board. We even had a guest. So there was like a little wild card in there. It could have upset it, but no. And then there was Sean, absolutely favorite of the season. It's it's so funny because even now when I think back on that episode, like to me, it's it's an episode that stands alone, even separate from the series. Like you don't even have to like Boy Meets World to jump into yeah. that episode and enjoy it. So I just, I mean, as far as just like being a standout of the season, it was kind of a no brainer for me that it was the favorite one. And honestly, it's my personal favorite episode of the season as well. Even though obviously we grade it very high, even looking back, I was like, oh, maybe um, the Ski Lodge episode's up there, but no, it's, and then there was Sean for sure. It, yeah, and I love that because absolutely like, I, I don't understand how we could, do anything differently because and then there was Sean is so important but yeah um and then there was Sean was absolutely uh one of the favorites I also think like even listening back to all of the episodes this season it was one of my favorites in terms of our episodes this season like having oh, totally. an amazing guest on you know oh yeah we had Yasmin who was great on that episode um, and there was just so much to talk about. It's like, you're right. It's definitely one that I've gone back and listened to probably more than the other ones of the season. 
Siege, what was the fan favorite episode of, of season five? So as much as you guys loved our and then there were Sean, the actual fan favorite episode was season five, episode nine's How to Succeed in Business. And as we know, this is one of my favorite episodes because this is the one with like, it's just the, the work study. We had that great conversation on um, Sean and Corey having this dynamic where Sean actually succeeds and Corey pushes back. I'm so surprised that that's the fan favorite because that I mean, is like, such I, I can't even whatever. The numbers on that episode. Yeah, it's, it's such so a whatever <laughs> episode. Like to me, it's such a like it's such a forgettable episode of season five. So for it to be like the top one is is interesting. And and I mean, am I correct in saying that um, Yasmin was our guest on both yes. that and the original? I think Mary's just like Yasmin, which is fine. Yeah, I love that her. Must be well. <laughs> yeah, we love having her on. We, we're gonna have to bring her back for season six because clearly there is a an appetite for her expertise in her her insight because yeah interesting how to succeed in business i would have never guessed that to be the fan favorite no way oh man uh, yeah took me by surprise too <laughs> all right all right okay are you ready for the next okay yes yeah, so i mean next one is favorite character um cj do you have a favorite character from the season so okay this one was so hard because what i'm gonna do is I feel like I should be ride or die Angela because how could you not? Black girl magic. Sure. She really is like someone who we welcome to it. However, I also feel like we don't get enough of Angela. Yeah. So like yeah, she is my choice, but almost out of loyalty <laughs> and not because she's given what she's supposed to be given. Uh, what's, your, what's your answer? Okay, so controversial answer. Because mm -hmm. I thought the same thing about Angela too. Like, love Angela, especially in like the uh, and then there was Sean episode. I thought we got a lot, uh, a lot of good stuff for her. I love the two parter that we get with Sean, like discovering the purse and everything. Like, I I think that was all great. Um, but like when I really thought about like what character do I like really think showed up this season, I got to give mm -hmm. it to Lauren. Lauren is my favorite. <laughs> of the season i know she only has two episodes but man does she not leave such a permanent impression she has three you keep saying two and i think oh. that two made it such a shock when the third one happened because if you remember she shows up out of nowhere and i was like what is this i was told you only had two episodes <laughs> well doesn't she is she just in heartbreak Corey, and then the um torn between two lovers episode right um, is there a well, I, I guess the Ski Lodge episode is two episodes. Mm -mm. Is it not? It's, it's just, Heartbreak Corey is, is, uh, episode 14. And then we jump right into episode Guys. 15, which is First Girlfriends Club, which is when Sean gets kidnapped. <laughs> it feels like a two-parter. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's, it's, it's that impactful. I feel like it's not. Oh my God. You, yeah. Like, you can see how well we remember this <laughs> stuff. I, I mean, in but all no, fairness, like, her her character feels present throughout a lot of episodes that she's not even in because of the repercussions of the kiss. I mean, so, 
<laughs> I, it should have been a two-parter. We definitely talked about it the entire episode saying we needed more of everything. Like, I think that was kind of something we felt through most episodes of the season is that we wanted them to be two-parters. So I, I can definitely see why you, you were left with that impression. Um, uh, most improved character of the season, Siege. Who, who do you think out, out of everything you know of, of all five seasons now, coming into season five, knowing everything you know, who do you think is the most improved? Honestly, like we've talked about this and like how each episode kind of centered around someone. I feel like this this season it's kind of been a little bit of a mixed bag. Um, I feel like I'm going to give it to um, I'm gonna give it to Sean again because I feel like Sean, like even with the and then there was Sean episode. There's just so much that Sean actually starts to realize about himself and Sean gets into college and Sean understands how to deal with Corey's jealousy. We talked about in the previous, um, how to succeed in business. And like so much of it is Sean actually really getting to learn his place in this world. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say Sean. I, I agree. Sean got it for me as well. It's not just the fact that he got into college. It's not the just the fact that he is kind of becoming uh, like moved out on his own and becoming more independent. It's It was also the fact that we saw him dive into his first serious relationship, which is something that like in previous seasons, we saw him struggle with. We saw him take Larissa Olenek out on that ice picnic and then nothing come of it. We saw him like get told that he's not boyfriend material by Topanga and feel like a certain way about it, you know? So, so for him to actually get to a point where he feels um, ready to be in a serious relationship and he's kind of doing it on his own terms, not, you know, trying his best not to compare it to Corey. I, I just think it's a great evolution for his character. And I will say that he may be the only character who I feel improved this season. <laughs> uh, truly of of the main four characters Corey, topanga sean and eric i i feel like every other character de-evolved and i don't i don't know if you feel the same way but that was just my my takeaway yeah absolutely oh my gosh um all right well we're still in here for the for the honor roll for the the things that we liked about it do you have any just like favorite moments of the season as you reflect back on season five any standout uh episodes or any standout moments from different episodes that you kind of uh are going to remember going forward yeah i think that again ha having shared earlier i think this um this season bringing us Angela, of course, I'm eternally grateful. The fact that we do get a lot of the iconic ones, the one that we call the Inuit, um, the one with, and then there was Sean, the Lauren episode, ones we didn't like, like Eric goes to Hollywood, they're still memorable. And I feel like this episode gave us a lot of, sorry, this season, a lot of memorable episodes. And I'm appreciative of that. Yeah. I. I, I definitely had some things that really kind of stand out to me in a positive way from season five. Um, I I know this is kind of like um, earlier on in the season. Um, I, I liked when we did like the real world documentary thing. I thought that was kind of fun. I um, really enjoyed, like I said, the two-parter episode. I also really enjoyed Raging Corey, like the, the part where Again, Alan... 
Alan, Eric, and Corey are in the museum, and they're talking about the coconuts and the and the monkeys. I just thought that was a great standout moment of the season. Um, and honestly, even though we had a lot of opinions about Corey towards the later half of the season, the entire breakup saga gave us so much to talk about. Um, yeah. and, and obviously, we feel a certain way about it now that we did when we originally watched it, but it's it's still like such a standout part of the entire series. Um, I, I don't think you can tell the story of Corey and Topanga, our boy meets world, without really kind of mentioning what goes on towards the later half of the season with the breakup so I mean those are all kind of standout moments to me um I did not care for a lot of episodes but there are some moments like the graduation where like even though things don't go the way I I hope them to they're memorable moments I love the cameos in it so um you know good stuff from from season five I I think those are probably the the standout things for me again I love it and I really good do you want to say, I think, I will have to go back and check. I think Sean gets the most improved character from us, like, almost every season. <laughs> like, almost no, every I season. Think, like, I remember we guys. did ones, we did ones with um, Eric, you know. Yeah, like, Eric I got remember, last season, like, yeah. Ones. Yeah. Hmm. But I just oh. think that Sean, I think after a while we realized that Sean is actually the one who this show should be about you know <laughs> definitely definitely um so those are our our superlative honor rolls those are the things that we right. loved about season five now let's move into the things that we didn't so much care for with season five um starting with worst episode what is the episode we ranked the least of all of them so um from from our old grading score we had two back-to-back just like ones that we did not enjoy. And can that I guess, was, oh yeah, 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 go for it. Can I guess the back-to-back was which is a Pembroke yeah. and No Guts, No Corey? Those are, those are the ones. <laughs> Forgettable those ass episodes. Those are our least favorite episodes of, of the season. And I stand by my choices. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, which one was great at the least of the two? Or did they get a similar grade? No, they got the exact, there was a, there was a time here, uh, and this was so much fun going back. There was a moment in time where you and I were like just synced on episodes. Like we had the exact okay. same grades. We were like in a really good rhythm. And these were two back to back where we were like, what am I watching? Like it yeah. was very, very fun to kind of revisit those and see. But I will say to that point, um, the least favorite of the two from the fans was Witches of Pembroke. No Guts, No Corey is actually a very, very high listened to episode um, so for us. I guess it's a memorable one. Like it's one of the ones that stand out from everything else just because there's different rules. There's like a different universe at play. I, I don't really know. It's actually, if I had to choose one to rewatch, I would easily watch Witches of Pembroke before I would watch No Guts, No Corey. Really? Oh, I think the No Guts, No Corey one, I felt like, I remember it was like Corey um, tricking Topanga to get on a plane. Like I just, I felt at the time that it was such a throwaway episode. Like someone literally barely handed in a script. 
Um, so <laughs> sorry, yeah. Alan Meyerson, but you did not do your job that day. <laughs> and I have no problem saying that. At least Witches of Pembroke, you get great cameos from Candace Cameron and Melissa Jonas exactly. Hart. Exactly. Like, there's something that, that you can walk away with there. It's a Halloween episode. Not lie, but, I do yeah. enjoy the idea of Salem the Cat. I always think that. I think I remember you're, saying this at the time. You're a Salem, Salem apologist. I am. And I, am, I will not apologize for that. <laughs> I am who I am. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Hey, so who do you think, and I think I know the answer to this, who do you think is the worst character of season five? Oh, well, so here it depends on how we're grading worse, because honestly, I feel like Corey just gets worse and worse as the episodes go on. Like, as we talked about earlier, the fact that there was a time where Topanga gets into college and he literally is just like, oh, sorry, she gets into Yale. And mm-hmm. Corey's just like, big whoop. <laughs> he insults her and then changes the subject to Sean. So, uh, and the, there's a lot of gaslighting. There's a lot of Corey just being self-centered this season. So yeah. um, I think Corey is my least favorite character because we don't get enough of the other side characters to hate them as much. Yeah, and the other thing you know, I was kind of thinking about when I was looking back on some of the episodes of season four and three and two, um, a lot of the times that Corey is learning lessons, it kind of comes from a very earnest place. He's not really hurting anyone else. He's just kind of creating chaos or he's there's confusion that he has to overcome. Like, I saw Janitor Bud clock out early. What do I do about it? Like, he, it, it's not him intentionally being a dick or like, hurting other people that he's closest to whereas this season there were so many episodes where he was just a flat out asshole to either Sean or Topanga or like his parent like whoever like I just especially Topanga we just saw such a terrible side of him from this season that it's like it's really hard to to see or to kind of vouch for this character knowing that he just really doesn't give a shit about anybody but himself and that's kind of the thing that became clear for me um through season five with Corey so um Uh, it's actually funny as well because I just think like thinking back on it I feel that um we are starting to see the turn of Eric's character so I look Mm. forward to seeing what how we feel about him as time goes on as well uh, yeah, I mean, Eric in season six and seven is Eric unhinged. So we're really going to see how this show explains his idiocy, um, or at least tries to. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, there might not be much of an explanation there. It might just happen. <laughs> um, any other like negative takeaways from the season? Moments that you were just like, man, I really hate this sh- this part of the season. Like, there's this rubs me the wrong way. Obviously, we talked about no guts, no Corey, and which is a Pembroke. But any other moments that you're just like really not a fan of from the season? Uh, honestly, like I like just looking back over it. There were I think those in the beginning were kind of like the worst. Um, also, I will say um, that I didn't like episode. Uh, last Tango in Philly. Like, I was not happy about that episode, going back to look at it. You gave it a way more forgiving grade than I did, but I was just, I was not having it. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I think that that like those were the episodes that I graded the least. Nunzio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I I have to say some things about season five that rubbed me the wrong way. And you know, when we started season five, one of the main conversations we had was like, oh, I wonder what we're gonna think of Jack. I you know, Jack is new. He's jumping on. Do we like Jack? Do we not like Jack? And after watching the season, I have to say that I think he literally doesn't add anything to the show. Because after getting through the first half of the season, which is just like, hey, I'm new. I'm new to my brother. I'm new to the, being Eric's friend. Once we get through all that, like it, it, it honestly feels like the season actually picks up a rhythm once it ignores the Jack storyline and just focuses on Corey and Sean and Topanga again. So I, I don't really know what he adds other than just being a best friend for Eric. Like it, it almost feels like we could have just had Jason Marsden back or, you know what I mean? Like we could have done something like that. Like his relationship. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Jack's relationship with Sean, I feel like, could have got developed way more this season than it did. Yes. Other than like that one moment where Sean is drinking and uh, Jack's just like, "Hey, this runs in our family. This kind of like ruined our family." We that other than like that one sentence, we don't really get anything deeper than that. Um, I mean, maybe in the 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 real world episode, they kind of go through it, but I mean, it's that's episode two. Yeah. And then it's gone. Like it's it's it's. I mean, they're talking about what they want to do with Christmas, and then they end up going ice skating. But like, there's so few moments. I guess is what I'm trying to say from the show. And I I just don't think that Jack added anything good. I um, will say to, and this is like a, in defense of Jack because in my head, canon, and I will always remind you guys, I'm not alone in this. There are plenty of Twitter posts that support me. Jack is Eric's boyfriend. And I do love watching it through that lens. I do love it. And then also at this point in time, I didn't remember when they made the switch, but we literally get an episode with Jack where they identify him realizing, oh, wait a minute, I'm a good looking guy. I could actually be a model or whatever. And then we start to get the vain Jack. So I kind of like, they did leave us a little bit of breadcrumbs there, um, and I and I do appreciate that. Um, I I will say that like going back to like just some of the the things that aren't great about this season is when I do look back on it. So much is just like how the narrative bent over backwards to make Corey the hero. Yeah. Like there is just like there's the episode where Corey is the one who's drinking, but all of a sudden we're talking about Sean. Corey is the one who cheated, but all of a sudden him and Topanga are on like equal footing. Corey is the yeah. one who like was being a little brat with Sean's job. And all of a sudden, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's yeah. always something where the story is like bending over backwards to make Corey the hero when I feel like this would have been a really great season to kind of play up how flawed of a character Corey is. Yeah, totally. I 100% I agree on that. Corey, definitely, um, even like when I think about Last Tangle in Philly, like there's so much of that that Corey is kind of, gosh, heartbreak Corey. Like I'm looking back at all these episodes, how to succeed in business. He's just an asshole in all of them. Like, yeah, this is my point. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, it's definitely a low point uh, for Corey, I think, throughout the series of season season five. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out about season five was that, uh, you know, I, I do like how they try to uh, talk about more mature storylines, I guess. Like we had the kids drinking, we had the kids talking about sex, like that stuff I did enjoy. I wish we had more of that. I wish we like, it feels like the season didn't even really start until we, we had the Ch Angela two-parter honestly like everything else before that is feels like it could have just been an extension of season four or something like it just there's there's once that episode happens there starts to be a little bit of pace and an ongoing storyline but everything before that is kind of really forgettable um yeah yeah not not a not a lot of duds a lot of duds um uh, yeah and i think like it's it's so weird that this episode is weighted down the way that it is yeah, because it's true, like, as I'm going through and looking at the episodes, I'm thinking about which ones I would want to rewatch, and mm -hmm. so few of them, so few of them I want to rewatch. Like, other than, like, uh, like Raging Corey, or, um, and then there was Sean, you know, maybe some of the uh, Lauren stuff, like, a lot of the stuff I don't really care to, to rewatch again, so, especially things change, especially things change. That episode just rubbed me all kinds of the wrong way. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Take anyway. it up with the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so we have also, you know, it's the end of season five. And at the end of the season, we sometimes have characters that sometimes leave us. And we have a graduation ceremony. Now, the first thing I want to bring up with this graduation is that three characters from this graduation have already graduated. <laughs> Minkus, Joey, and Frankie have technically all left the show in some way, shape, or form, but this season is truly the last appearance we ever get from all, any three of them um, for the remainder of the series. So, you know, uh, uh, pay our respects for their cameo and their, their uh, role in the show, even though they didn't really have a big role in, in season five in general. Correct. I will say that um, we do see Minkus in the spinoff, just kind of like acknowledging those of you who are interested in the Boy Meets World extended universe. Um, <laughs> Minkus does make a return, but uh, yeah, this is this is the end of the road for some of our most favorite high school friends. It's also the end of the road for some of our favorite sets, including Chubby's and I. For the most part, John Adams High. I think John Adams High has one appearance in the final episode, but mm -hmm. those are those sets are gone, and they they're basically characters throughout the show. So um, it's, a, it's a sad goodbye for them. Any other characters that I think I think that's that's pretty much it. I I don't know. I think every character that Lauren? we have kind of sticks through. Lauren. <laughs> Uh, there's a cameo in season six or seven for sure. You know what? I'm done with you. You can't keep lying to me. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'll save her farewell until her last appearance. But yeah, for the most part, other than one more brief cameo, she is she is gone. Okay, so next we have the Bra Award, which is the most culturally relevant moment. Do you have a, something that comes to mind for the Bra Award? I think so. It's so interesting because I did think about like, the bra award and like which one would be. And I just feel like 
it's hard to select because like so many topics are relevant, but I don't know if the show handles it the right way. You know what I mean? Like there are episodes to where um, it's done really well, but sorry, the topics really, I'm glad that they brought it up and I'm glad that we were talking about this, such as women proposing and being unsure about like, so like I think about the graduation episode, the sex conversation that they have um, in Promises Promises. Um, There are the, the alcohol and teenage, like I love having these conversations. I just don't think that they handle it really well all the time. Um, So actually going to kind of cheat a little bit and say, the and then there was Sean for two reasons. One, we just got Scream 2022, so it's still pretty relevant. Like it's still a, it's a, a it's a classic, and the franchise uh, of Scream itself is still ongoing. And then also, I do think the idea of doing a deep psychological dive into someone's trauma response, but using comedy to do so. Um, is very much where we're at right now in television. So yeah, uh, I, I'm choosing. And then there was Sean. You know what? I, I will agree with you that, that that's probably the most culturally relevant moment. But when I think about the way we use bra in the terms of like the bra moments that we do, it's not always like the most culturally relevant as much as just something that like maybe also hasn't aged well or something that just really knocked us back and just been like wow they they did that and and for me it's really hard to look at the season and not think about Topanga choosing her boyfriend who cheated on her over Yale (laughs) um that's um, that's something that I'm gonna be brought about like for a while, and that's, <laughs> and, and, and you know I I kind of know what happens in the next few seasons. I I know that they kind of touch on this a little bit in the extended universe, whatever. But just from season five alone, that moment I was just like, it, it this isn't the Corey and Topanga of season four. Like they have gone through so many hardships, and this is her last year in high school, and it seems like an opportune time for these two to break up for real and like her go to a different college and maybe come back later on I don't know but I just bruh bruh I think what's funny is we act like they use Topanga well in general it's like like they were like we can't get rid of Topanga why give me five episodes where Topanga is the center (laughs) like yeah and, and, and there's the other ways you could do it. You could have like just basically like two storylines where she's at a different school and we're seeing what life is like with her yeah. and maybe she's she's missing Corey or whatever. Like anything would have been a little bit more interesting than I'm just going to choose this dude because I'm too scared to pursue my dreams. So um, again, I think we've, we've gotten a little bit um, spoiled, but I think a show that does that really well is Insecure. Um, oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, like he, there's there's plenty of storylines where it's like the two love interests or the will they won't they are not even in the same city. Like they just they yeah. have their own lives and they're doing their own things until eventually they are brought back into the same storylines in a way that makes sense. And I do feel like we could have done something similar to that. Wow. Um. <sighs> I think that's pretty much all I got for the Bra Award. Um, let's do our final grade. What's what's our final grade of season five? Oh, I am on the edge of my seat, bro. I uh, uh, oh. <laughs> so the final grade 
of season five is an 81.70, which is a B minus. B minus. And I say what's really interesting is this, it, I said 81.70 because season four was 81.79. So this season, wow. even with all of its highs, is lower than season four. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, did we graded season three higher than season four, right? So yeah, so right now the ranking of, if, if you were going to follow our guide, it goes season three, season four, season five, season two, season one. So yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty accurate. Like after like thinking back on it, like honestly, like season three wasn't one that I thought was going to be a real standout. But like now that I'm thinking back, there's great episodes in that season. There's a lot of rewatchable stuff. And I, I think that's a pretty accurate uh, listing of the seasons. I will say this. Um, I feel like based on everything we've done, season three may be the most consistent season. And I think yeah. that's why it's rated so highly because it has a lot more really good episodes back to back. This season has really, really good episodes and really, really bad episodes. Yeah. So um, it, season five is a good season if you are pulling episodes. But if you want like a good Boy Meets World season that you could just watch, Season three is your go-to. But also, before we go on, I would not be myself if I didn't point out that in season three, a certain Tony Curtis was like, boy, you just got to get to four and five. That's when it really turns up. <laughs> Honestly, I, that's what I thought. Like, I, I, I stand by, uh, I, I recognize, I'll say that. I recognize <laughs> that I thought that seasons four and five were going to be the ones that really stood out. And I have to say, I am as surprised as you that we ended up at this outcome but it kind of makes sense truly like it, it it just after reviewing everything I just thought that season five just didn't hold up the way I thought it did and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that season five more so than probably the other seasons um doesn't age as well because of the the relationship dynamics between Corey and Topanga in this particular season. The entire time, I can't even enjoy Corey's journey because I'm so angry at him for what he's doing. And that's never been an issue in the seasons before. So specifically him cheating on Lauren, like there, there, there's so many, but the fact that he would cheat on Lauren, sorry, cheat on Lauren, cheat on Topanga and then blame everyone but himself. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, like that's that's what really like from from that point on, I was like, what are we doing? Like, we're really just gonna give him a pass and let him gaslight her and let everyone else also be like, well, you both made some mistakes. No, only one person made a mistake. The other person's mistake was letting them do so. <laughs> yeah, and like. <laughs> Every episode that I saw from the moment he cheated on Topanga going forward, I was just like, this is unbelievable. This kid is no, it's not, like, it's not getting any better. And at no point does he redeem himself. At no point, like, 
when Topanga finally gets back with him, I'm saying, I'm saying why the whole time. I'm like, why are you getting back with this? Like, dude, like you, you deserve better. She gets into Yale. I'm like, you deserve better. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. It's, it was a, it was a hard one. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Anything else you want to say about this episode or this season? Um, you know, I just want to thank all of our um, guests that we've had on the show. Uh, I know we had Chris Lord, we had Yasmin Shemesh, we had uh, Shalene from Everything 90s, we had uh, Debbie and Anika from the Melon and Marvels podcast. Um, we had a lot of fun guests this season. Um, if I'm forgetting anyone, please, like, I'm so sorry. Um, but I, I, you know, we just had a, a lot of great people co come on and give us their their thoughts on the season. And I think it's definitely helped uh, widen our perspective uh, a little bit. Definitely getting some, um, you know, female input on, on some of this stuff as well has been really great. So, um, you know, just a big thank you to everyone who's hopped on and, and talked to us about the show. Yes, absolutely. All right. Thank you guys for listening to our Bro Meets World Report Card Season 5. Uh, remember, you guys can find us everywhere where there are podcasts. Thank you so much again for giving us your five-star rating that you guys have made us one of the more popular Run Meets World companion pieces. We thank you for that. Um, and yeah, I guess you guys just, what, how do we go out of here? Reach out to us at Brunmold on any of the many social media platforms. Uh, yeah. And then also, I guess, remember to dream. To try and to do good. See you guys in season six. Season six. Later, bros. Later, bros. When the spawn meets world.